You are listening to a conservative review production. Trust, but verify. You're listening to The Conservative Conscience. In Washington, politicians are full of half-truths and hot air. The Conservative Conscience is here to help you cut through the rhetoric and noise and explore the politically right way to think about the issues. You'll dive into one of the most insightful conservative minds in America. Conservative Review's senior editor, Daniel Horowitz, and along with co-host Joe Koss, they break down the major issues in Washington. You are now entering The Conservative Conscience. Welcome back to Conservative Conscience. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz. And we are back here in the crescendo of this massive presidential year, presidential election. This is the Super Bowl of politics. You don't want to miss anything we do here at Conservative Review. We got you covered. We got your LevinTV.com as well. And boy, if there was ever a time where you needed your your hour-a-day hour dose of the Constitution, it is now. We are forgetting our constitutional principles. And, and frankly, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I know... You know, we're pretty much all up against the wall here with the primary calendar waiting for Indiana because Indiana is where this thing is going to be decided, make or break state next week. But until that happens, I want to discuss something more evergreen about the Constitution, but it very much piggybacks off of what happened in this week's, you know, big Northeast primary where Trump won third world country style landslides, winning every county everywhere. And, 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 you know, I want to touch on why we were supposed to be a republic and not a democracy and the problems with a pure democracy and how with a pure democracy you come full circle and you get the very elitism, oligarchy, tyranny that you supposedly want to get away from with the tyranny and why we should abolish our primary system and move towards a more republicanism of state conventions Lots to talk about here. Want to bring in first my co-host, Joe Koss. Hey, Joe, how, how late were you up during last night's election? Well, I'm up always late on those nights just because there's so much to go through. I mean, if you watch CNN or Fox, uh, they're breaking. We have another state to call. And, I mean, it, it it's so frustrating getting through their narrative of, of this sort of mano mano election type thing where it's not even that it hasn't been that this whole cycle and you know we've we've had them pretty much pushing and hoping and praying and doing everything they can to get a hillary versus trump uh <laughs> ratings bonanza so uh well, you know you know i'm glad you mentioned that joe i'm glad you mentioned that with the media because that that's i think a good place to start i didn't know where to start this this is really a three-hour discussion that we have to condense in 25 <laughs> minutes you know a, a republic not a democracy and how that relates to the primary system, what we're seeing going on. You think we have three branches of government? We don't. We have one branch of government. That's the media. It's monkey see, monkey do. Whatever the media tells people to think, that's what they do. And particularly in a Republican primary, Fox News has an outsized share effect. And they control the electorate. Whatever. So in other words, I think we should save money next season, next ele- election season. Let's abolish the GOP primary and just have Rupert Murdoch tell us who he wants because he's going to get it anyway. So let's just, you know, not waste money on the primaries. I wanted to get to this, Joe, and really kind of start from the foundation of of, of what, what we're seeing and how it ties into a much broader problem. And, and I want to take this – obviously, it's coming from the election, but I want to take this beyond Cruz versus Trump, beyond this whole split within the movement, within the party – I want to show how long-term 
this let the people decide democracy, which is not what our founders envisioned, is corrosive and empowering the very establishment elites that supposedly all these Trump people want to get rid of. You know, I start off looking last night and you see, oh my gosh, Trump wins over 50% in every state. He won pretty much every single county. He did win every county in Maryland and Pennsylvania. And yet, at the same time, guess what happened? Every single liberal Republican incumbent establishment guy won re-election for their House seat in Pennsylvania. You go to Conservative Review, sign up as an insider, you'll see our Liberty Score, our profiles. You'll see every Pennsylvania member has a has a failing grade, so, yes, except for, I think, one or two. They have 30s and 40s, pure. They, they have one of the worst delegations. You have Bill Schuster in the Southwest, District 9. This man... By the way, you know, you know, Joe, you know my previous life, I, I recruited a lot of these candidates. I did primary challenges, and I have a lot to say about it. And last night crystallized in my mind the sentiment that I've, I had from last cycle, that primaries are a fool's errand. There is no way we could ever beat the political class. Bill Schuster is the dictionary definition of a corrupt establishment K Street guy. Pay for play, he even had a big scandal dating an airline lobbyist as, uh, who was lobbying him as uh, the, the chairman of the Transportation Committee. And yet Art Halverson, great guy, Coast Guard veteran, business owner, farmer, um, he's a guy I helped recruit to run against him last time, and he did pretty well last time. He came up just short by 1,000 votes. So even Bill Schuster couldn't be taken down because we're up against his $2 million. You go over to the eastern, southeastern part of the state, District 16, State Senator um, Smucker, I th- believe that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. He he defeated a conservative insurgent for an open seat. We're not even talking about an incumbent. Open seat. And this was a guy who raised taxes in the state legislature. He uh, supports Medicaid expansion. Not what the voters are supporting. So, Joe, let me ask you this. I want to first get your opinion. How is it? That everyone just, we want an outsider. We're sick of these politicians as usual. Heck, even Ted Cruz is evidently too much of an insider because he has the word senator next to his name. You know, how is it that in the same counties where 65% of the people in southwest Pennsylvania voted for Donald Trump, they vote for a guy like Bill Schuster who embodies the reason why people are angry and flocking to Trump to begin with? On the same ballot. What is going on here? Well, that's the thing. You're you're electing somebody who you're electing a person and you're you're putting aside principles. So we don't have somebody who's going to ignite the electorate, who's going to ignite the grassroots and get more conservatives elected or even to forward or push conservative principles. What you have is you have a vanity campaign. You've had a ton of vanity campaigns this this entire election season. I mean the in in that's why the media gravitates towards these people. It's the same reason we're just fascinated with with stars and, you know, the Kardashians and people like that. These people are famous for being famous. And that's that's <laughs> sort of what the Cruz presidency is, is, you know, in this presidential race is going to be about if he wins and what his whole campaign has been about. I mean, I mean look, Trump, er, sorry, or, Trump, yeah, yeah. Trump is 
Trump is a guy that if you look at from just a prima facie sort of way, just meaning looking at him, he's a strong, powerful, successful alpha male type guy. He says all the things that our, you know, our uncle or our buddy at the bar says that we want to say we just aren't brave enough or, or silly enough or foolish enough to say it. And he says it. And so he becomes popular. It's like the jock in high school who's popular. And we all know what happens to those people when they get to college. They sort of enter the real world. They have to deal with a much bigger audience than people that are just looking at superficial things. And they really have to get down to business. And we all know that a lot of times those people don't succeed and don't do well. And that's the concern for for people like you and I. It's not that we don't understand why people want to vote for somebody who's going to come and shake up the system. We get it. We want that too. We want a lot of the same things. We just have a different way about And that's uh, why we wanted Art Halverson to defeat exactly. Bill Schuster. And, this and, is bigger and, than one person. So 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 but here's the deal. If you have an alpha successful male running a congressional primary, why don't any of them win? And that's the thing. Because if a tree falls in the forest, who knows? It is all about name ID. It is all about primaries even more so than a general election. General election, you have a natural platform. Everyone knows you have a Republican, you have a Democrat. Primaries are murky. Well, I know I'm a Republican. I want conservatism. Who, who's the best conservative? I don't know. Whoever has the name ID. Whoever the media puts on your, on your plate. And that's why Donald Trump, it's all about name ID. I mean, that's the thing. We've had plenty of alpha males come out and say, say stuff that's not PC. We, we have it all the time. Ted Cruz says stuff that's not PC. But the difference is, it's A, the name ID, and B, the media coverage. Fox News yeah. has clearly destroyed Ted Cruz the last two weeks. I mean, there's no question about it. He didn't really do anything wrong, but his numbers slid back 10, 15 points in all these states nationally. Um, it's very clear that Fox News controls what we think, what we say or think. And I wanted to get back to the fundamentals. This is what you get in a pure democracy when you just have straight up elections and it's not filtered through, you know, some sort of representation. When you bring it to, to the people, the people vote on what is put in front of them. And, you know, the analogy I'll give is kind of like my five year old, uh, you know, my kindergarten son, his homework. He'll come come home with a homework sheet. They say match the word to a picture or a concept. And that's the disconnect we have here. Everyone says nobody is voting for socialized medicine, for raising taxes, for open borders, for any of this stuff. Nobody, nobody wants that. I mean, we have won on the issues. This at its core is why we started Conservative Review. Because it was part, I was one of the founders and, and it was inspired much of the vision by what I experienced in the primaries. We lost every single primary, yet the people agreed with us. Because it always boiled down to name ID, personalities, and money. And I started to realize an interesting thing. The people who are the closest, the the candidates who are the closest to the people, quote unquote, are the ones most often rejected or ignored by the people. This is what happens when you have the people voting straight up in a pure democracy, not in a republicanism, you know, fashion is you get whatever the popular sentiment is put out. Well, how do you know what the popular sentiment is? Whoever has the money, name ID, and has the special interest behind them. Think about the, think about this Ecclesiastes view of our political system. On the on the you know, look at this vanity here. People are everyone hates Washington. Oh, the politics so corrupt. Yet there's an inverse relationship between 
being against the corrupt political system and electoral viability. Because by virtue of being against the system, you're not going to have the money. The media is going to hate your guts. You're not going to gain any traction. You're not going to get any special interest money. And to the extent you gain traction, the media will destroy you because you are a threat. And Rupert Murdoch looked at Ted Cruz and said, this man is a threat. He put out on Twitter a while back. He said, anyone, these were the remaining people in the race, Kasich, Rubio, Trump are all acceptable candidates. Obviously, he meant Cruz must, Delinda Est, he must be destroyed. And he's succeeding so far. We'll find out what happens in Indiana next week, but barring that, he will succeed. And and that and that is the same reason why, at the same time, every single establishment congressman has won, despite the Trump phenomenon. Because none of the challengers have name ID, none of them have that type of support. And the same way the media picked Romney, the same way the media picked Trump, they pick on a local market all their incoming candidates. So you'll have the same guy saying, Screw it! I hate these corrupt politicians! Do-do-do-do-do, go to your ballot, circle in the bubble that says Trump, and then circle in the bubble that says Bill Schuster, the consummate corruptocrat, John Boehner lieutenant, rhino establishment Republican, (laughs) because it's all about the name ID. And I want to take this to another level, Joe. Don't you agree that a big part of why Cruz was destroyed the last couple weeks is the successful messaging from Donald Trump that he stole the election with the Colorado convention where you have the voterless elections, you know, oh, at these state conventions. Right. And, and we talked about this, uh, I believe it was last last episode, about how Cruz got sucked into that narrative and, and you need to kind of reject the premise a little bit. And he wasn't able to do that effectively. But I agree. I mean, Donald Trump is able to play a game that Ted Cruz is unwilling to because there's no shame for Donald Trump in in what he says and does to these candidates. And the media in look, politics is ugly. It's it's a fight. It's a battle. You know, there's no there's no you know love lost in any of these things. But the media is willing to play it up for Trump because they know it gives them ratings and they know that it plays into their overall media narrative like you said Fox News. I mean, Ted Cruz has had to fight upstream every, you know, every inch of the way. Before it was Trump, it was the whole establishment against him. And and Ted Cruz was this outsider. Now, because somebody has anointed Donald as the outsider, Ted Cruz is now some establishment guy, some normal politician, and he has to fight that. Because when the people, so what I want to get to, Joe, is what you're saying, when the people decide that's the outsiders, but these are insiders at the state conventions. No, 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 no. I want to. I think I want to speak directly yeah. to our Trump listeners, and I know you're out there, and and I know you know. I'm talking about the ones that sincerely believe in everything we believe at Conservative Review, and they support Trump. Let's put Trump and Cruz on a shelf for a minute, because you know everything. When we talk about state conventions versus primaries, it's going to be colored by what you see now. Well, I'm for Trump, and he's winning the right. primaries. Cruz is winning the state conventions, so state conventions suck. Uh, well, actually, here's the deal. The people at the state conven- state conventions versus primary is not a question of, oh, establishment party hacks versus the people. It's the grassroots conservative activists versus Rupert Murdoch. Because when you get the people, you get Rupert Murdoch. You get whatever the media puts in front of the masses. This is why our founders didn't want democracy, right? And I want to I come back to this point, but let's first zoom out to, to generally speaking. Just generally first principles. 
The political spectrum, the system of governance is not a a straight line. It's a circle, right? You come in, it's it's, it's liberty and versus tyranny, as Mark Levin would say. But it's not liberty at one end in a linear, linear straight line and tyranny at the other end. It's tyranny at both ends. And there's a certain equilibrium in the middle where you have the optimal liberty, it, it, it's kind of an oval, a circle in the middle. In that sense, they were they were true moderates. They wanted to achieve. Here's the problem: on the one hand, if you you shut out the people, that's an oligarchy. They have no. And this is what we talk about all the time. We have one. It's like we suffer from both both ends of the war, both ends of the tyranny spectrum. On the one hand, we have a judicial oligarchy, unelected judges. The legal profession controls most of the societal political questions of our time. Deciding the courts, nothing we can do, no elections. But on the other hand, there's something called, as Madison and Jefferson warned, and really everyone, Morris and Sherman and Benjamin Franklin as well, elective despotism. So why don't you have more, you know, just straight line, move to the other direction, have everyone vote, more voting. And that's what we have nowadays. Everything's a vote and early voting, not just one day voting, 20 days of voting in some states. More, the more the merrier, the media will say, just go out and vote. It's so important to vote. Well, what you get then is you get King George again because you get the popular masses that are manipulated by the same demagogues that people complain about in the first place, the same people with all the money. It takes millions of dollars to reach millions of people in a primary, in a general election. We're talking about a primary now, um, which again is even more because primaries are all about name ID. Uh, if If you are the nominee in a general election, you have somewhat of a floor of platform. Primary is all about name ID. So let's get back to Colorado and why I think even Trump supporters should agree with this. Trump's an anomaly because he has all that name ID. In the future, here's what happens in any presidential primary or a congressional primary. You have a person who is a true outsider, but he doesn't have the money. He doesn't have the name ID. He is hated by the media. The media will carpet bomb the guy. And the popular sentiment will just be a reflection of whatever the media puts out. A state convention is something different. Colorado is a perfect example of republicanism, that middle ground that they sought. Not a democracy, not an oligarchy, but a republic. And what that means is, it's not that nobody votes. 65,000 people voted in a staggered process, precinct level, district level, and they had the state convention. And it's not walled off. You don't have to be, you know, a professional politician or, you know, a lawyer or something. Anyone could get involved. You have the, the access is there. But by definition, by its very nature, the nature of the beast, you have to be someone who is engaged and committed and you want to go through that process. So it's the people who, by golly, they know. It's not just the people who have, share the same views, but they know who's who and what's what. You have to know who these guys are. You have to know who Bill Schuster is. You have to know who all these candidates are in the primary. And... That is the only way we are ever going to beat these people. The people going support supporting Cruz at these um, state conventions. By the way, a lot of people think you know this much vaunt, and you know the Cruz campaign is not going to like me saying this, but oh man, this much vaunted Cruz ground game with the delegates. I don't honestly in most states, I don't think it's too impressive. I've seen the organization. You know what's happening? It's bottom up. Naturally, the people who gravitate to these conventions on their own are grassroots activists. I know these people in North Carolina, Oklahoma, Colorado. These are the people who fought Common Core. They fought the establishment in their party. They fought amnesty. They fought for religious liberty and marriage in their states. These are the guys that are showing up at the state convention. 
And this is how... So look, you Trump people aren't going to like the results here because you think he's the outsider. But let's move beyond that. We are losing every single primary on a congressional level. And I could tell you as someone with experience in this, we will continue to do so. It is... I could write a book on this, but there's a systemic problem in having an outsider win a primary. It, it just it's, it's not going to happen. You're not going to have the name idea of, of Donald Trump. And frankly, the media is only supporting him because the alternative is, 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 is Cruz in this case. You know, when you have a true outsider versus establishment guy, they have the money in the media to reach all the people. So the people vote against the guy who is for the people. This is tyranny again. The way you truly get by the people for the people is a Republican process where you have people could elect representatives, delegates to go to convention, and these people decide. Let, let, let me give you an example. If you think, you know, oh, this sounds kind of elitist, the founder's view, oh, no, I think the people should decide purely, you know, without the filter of a Republicanism, representative democracy. Let me give you the example of John McCain. John McCain, despite everything going on, oh, the people are, he, he, you know, Joe, what, what is the one issue that everyone keeps saying is attracting them to Trump? Aside from being an alpha in general, but a specific policy issue. Oh, the wall, the, you know, the immigration, immigration the issue. wall. Yeah. Okay, so in Arizona, two to one, they pretty much two to one, they voted for Trump. In that state, they are going to vote for the grand poobah of amnesty John right. McCain will be reelected. That, that's what it will happen this year. I can guarantee you, if you had a state convention in Arizona where the activists would come in, McCain would be gone. He would have been gone years ago. That's how Mike Lee won in Utah. He would have never won with a primary because he doesn't have the backing name ID and the money to get around the media filter. All right, <laughs> that, the, the people, so to speak, in a broad sense, in a broad one-man, one-vote primary means the media. It means whoever the media will give the most favorable coverage to. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. We have never seen... You know, Joe, we were talking about this before. What's the one example, the one time in the last decade we ever succeeded in knocking off a guy in a Senate primary, statewide? I mean, I would have to go to Indiana with Robert Murdoch. Yeah, Richard Murdoch. One guy. Sorry, Richard Murdoch. Or... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's I, the I can't only... think of anyone else. No, I mean, and I've worked on some of these, you know, I mean, so Joe Miller beat Lisa Murkowski in the primary, technically, and then lost to her in the general when she ran an independent. Okay, that, that... So you could you could say J- Joe Miller and, and Richard Murdoch. That, that, that's a good example. But, you know, they still got around it. And I could say we pretty much beat Thad Cochran on the first round, but they got into a runoff and they, did, they did always... Did Deb Fisher, I mean, not to keep up, but did Deb Fisher beat... No, no, that, that was an open. See, open. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even the, the few cases, you know, Ted Cruz, you know, big deal, lieutenant governor who was running, that was an open seat. Marco Rubio against Charlie Chris, 800-pound gorilla there, but it still was an open seat. And Mike Lee was the other case, but that was a state convention. We ne- And even on house races, we get one a cycle. I have news for you. Even if you want Trump, you have to understand – we're going to need to flush these Mitch McConnell's, Paul Ryan's down the drain. You will not get that without a state convention. You're not going to win every state convention. You will have party hacks there too. But at least the grassroots activists have a chance. When you open it up to a million-man primary, there's no way our guys will ever have the money, the backing, the name ID, and not get destroyed by the media. 
no matter how qualified, how good of a candidate they are, um, you know, and everyone's going to make mistakes. This is what you get. You reap what you sow with a pure democracy. This is the enigma the founders dealt with. They said, all right, we want to get rid of the monarch, but how do you ensure that we don't wind up in the same place? Oh, well, let's just have everyone vote. Well, no, because they'll vote to hang themselves. You know, because the demagogue, the, the, by its very nature, the elites, the status, have control of all the levers of power. You know, the Trump people talk about a rigged system. <laughs> As if the conventions, no, 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 the conventions aren't the rigged system. Those are the grassroots activists who have bled for the cause that are voting. The rigged system is Rupert Murdoch and Fox News controlling the primary. The rigged system is pure democracy, which is pure tyranny. Now, if you don't like what I'm saying vis-a-vis Trump versus Cruz, if you have any sense of conservatism in you, you would agree with me with what happened on a congressional level. With Bill Schuster winning, Martha Roby winning re-election in Alabama, every single incumbent establishment Rhino won. In fact, we, you know, Joe, we suck. We're even worse than the Democrats. Even the Democrats downed an, a, a corrupt establishment guy in a primary in the Philadelphia area last night. So they, they beat us to the punch. They have not, the first incumbent to go down a primary was a Democrat. We failed at that. And the reason is because our people will never be able to raise enough money, name ID, and get around the Fox News filter to win a primary. Presidential, Senate, and with almost, with few exceptions, except for Dave Bratt, one a year we usually get house races as well. So Joe, I mean, look, you know, we own this. <laughs> we, we, we own what we, you own what you, what you buy. And, and I, I'd say this is a general reflection of our general problem. You know, everyone's like, politics is terrible. Isn't our political system broken? Oh, Washington's broken. Who do you think elected these people? <laughs> and yet every time, 90% of them get reelected. And even this year, the unprecedented insurgency. Actually, more are being elected than even less than two years ago, to, to my knowledge. And the reason is because this Donald Trump thing is not about, oh man, you know, everyone's just you know, rebelling against the establishment. I think people want to. It's about name ID. It's about the media. <laughs> I, I mean, g- give me a break. Had Ted Cruz been given the fawning media coverage of Fox News after he won Iowa, he would have had this nomination wrapped up. Same thing for anyone else. I mean, this is how it goes. People agree with us on the issues. And, and Joe, isn't this why we started Conservative Review? We wanted to connect, like on my son's home homework, connect the word to the concept. Okay, you want secure borders, you want limited government, you want religious liberty, you want this, the establishment gone. Uh, well, you know, who are the people doing that and who are the people undermining that cause? What's the legislation that's harmful to that? What's the legislation that's good to that? It's the who's who and what's what of politics that gets lost on the masses. And for good reason. It's, it's something you got to pay attention to. That's why we started Conservative Review. We're going to continue doing this irrespective of who wins because this is not about personalities. You know, this is something, this is our challenge. And, you know, but but again, I mean, I know it's controversial to say this, but this is why I think we should abolish primaries and always have state conventions and why I think beyond Trump, even the Trump supporters should agree with that. Otherwise, John McCain and Lindsey Graham, they are here to stay. You 
try knocking them off in a primary. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I mean, like you said, this is a much longer dis- discussion to, to say that and to not really go into to the hows and whys of how these conventions work in primaries and the fact that you have open primaries. I mean, think about all the open primaries. I hate bringing this up right before yeah. we have to go. But I mean, that shows that this isn't a democratic uh, endeavor at all. So uh, something does have to be changed. And I hope people wake up before the end of all of this and realize that this is bigger than just one person. Absolutely. And that and that's what conservative review is about. You know, it was never. And look, I, I frankly was never the type that, oh, Cruz wins. We're we're on, on the, you know, course to prom, the promised land. There's almost a part of me. And I know uh, we'll get to this at a later podcast that I wonder, heck, may, maybe it's a good thing. This party is is irremediable anyway you're seeing that with the rhinos you're seeing them just this week check out conservativereview.com my coverage of um criminal justice deform you know where the republicans have literally adopted the democrat position on crime they've thrown out a 50 years worth of platform just this week i mean on and on this party is systemically broken from bottom up up down our system of governance is flipped on its head the courts the legislature our elections the civil society, this is a, a much bigger than either Trump or Cruz. Irrespective of what happens next week in Indiana, our commitment is to continue fighting on with these principles, first principles. We'll look for new ideas, new angles. Always tune in to LevinTV.com, Levin TV Show, our podcast. You, you, you can subscribe to our app. Become a CR Insider. We've got it all here. The next generation of conservative leadership, the gold standard of contemporary conservatism. Thanks so much, guys, for listening, joining Joe and I on this special edition here. And until next time, this is The Conservative Conscience. <laughs>